are listening to the Micro Machines podcast. And this week, we will be talking about the Renault thir- uh, Greg, what, what's the designation? Isn't it the uh, R35? The, the, the Renault R35. The Renault R35 40. Renault. No, Ren- Renault. Now it's Renault. You know what, Siri, hang on. Single most put together opening we've ever had. <laughs> the Renault R35 40 slash 40. I don't know. Well, those are two different variants because they made two different variants. All right, ready for this? Shall we get some introductions Renault. out of the way then? Renault. 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 Wasn't there not also an R36? There was. No, that's the uh, that's the FCM 36. Oh, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Goober. Jeez, get your French tanks right. Yeah, I'm sorry that's not my area of expertise. Yeah, obviously not, you freaking werebue. <laughs> we yeah, anyway. Through, we, yeah, I was going to make a blitzkrieg joke, but like... I'm just going to blitzkrieg us to the introduction. So you got me, Callum, come from New Zealand, and probably the sanest one of this bunch. Most assuredly. You got me, Dennis, from Ontario, drinking a nice black decaf coffee. Because we say our drinks on this podcast. Oh, yeah. I got a uh, black coffee with you, coffee boys. Good job. Uh, you got me, Ezra, New Mexico, with a flat, day-old, opened, warm Coca-Cola. <laughs> you are nasty. Wow. What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> It's been on my table for the past, like, day. I didn't know New Mexico was that bad. (laughs) Oh, it's zero sugar as well. Oh, God. I think it might be fermented. All right, I am Gray. I'm from the lovely flat state of Iowa, uh, and I currently have uh, odorless thinner, enamel thinner, microsol, some paint water, and some actual water in front of me. Mainly the microsol that I'm drinking. My man. Well, I am Greg, recording from my camper in beautiful Wichita, Kansas, drinking a A&W root beer. That is, just got out of the refrigerator, Ezra. Take notes. Oh, that must be nice. It is nice. It's very cold. It's like on the brink of ice, but no ice. Amazing. That's how you drink a soda. Not one day out on your fucking sweaty-ass table. I mean, hopefully, though, if I drink this, I'll get sick and won't have school tomorrow. So, like, you know, it has its pros. (laughs) So, Greg, you're leading this one this week? Uh, Yes. So, this week we're going over the R35 slash 40. So, Dennis, if you don't mind, hop to the next slide, please. Only for you. Thank you very much. All right, so for some quick history, uh, the R35 was designed from 1933 to 1936, and it was made as a light tank, and its main focus was to support infantry and in offensive operations. It was relatively well-armored for its time, but slow and lacking a good anti-tank capabilities. It was fitted with a short 37mm cannon and a 75 
I don't know how the hell to say that. Rebel uh, coax machine gun. At the outbreak of World War II, the French realized they had no real good anti-tank world weapons to combat what the Germans had. This led to the development of the Renault 40 in April of 1940. The R-40 tank was a subtype to the R-35, with a more powerful, longer gun that was better suited for combating the German panzers. Yeah, the the, the gun on that thing is absolutely terrible, isn't it? It was um, what was how far could it get through uh, steel? It could only get through something like 12 mil or something. Yeah, it's essentially a Mark 19. Yeah, honestly, yeah, honestly, <laughs> yeah. single shot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, because this is like early French. So in the turret, you only had what one. You had one commander who did the aiming, loading, and commanding for the driver. It was only what a two-man tank, wasn't it? Yeah, just two-man tank. Yeah, basically, it's a mobile pillbox. Fucking pretty much. Pretty much. You know the you know the commander coupler up on the top. Right, with, where it's got the vision slits. Do you know how that uh, rotated? How's that? The oh, um, the commander on his helmet had these grooves in it that slotted into the uh, actual turret, like the uh, that cupola, and then he rotated his head, and then the uh, the cupola rotated with it. You can't what a French what thing to do. Fuck? That's a very French solution. Fuck? Yeah, you rotated the cupola, the steel fucking cupola that if it got away from you, you know, if it kept rotating and you didn't want it to, well, you had two choices there and neither of them are good. <laughs> <laughs> that is the single most French solution I have ever heard. Yeah. Like, could you imagine trying to snap your snap your head to the right suddenly? It would just keep going. <laughs> that would be ass. Good neck popper, though, I bet. Oh, you'd, you'd walk away from that tank with like the biggest neck muscles in the world. <laughs> Tamiya needs to remake their yeah. French commanders with bigger necks. Yeah, just fucking massive, <laughs> big old veins going down the sides. You know, uh, another another interesting uh, thing about the turret with the uh, the cannon. So the turret could traverse left and right, right? Okay. Um. But within the mantlet itself, the gun had a little bit of travis as well for oh, fine. That was their fine. On the uh, Tamiya model. Yeah. It actually lets you see that, yeah. Yeah, so, because then the way that the gun sits, it, it's technically a shoulder-mounted gun. Because it's got a, a, shoulder stock, a, a, a shoulder stock, and that's how you aimed it for uh, um, elevation and depression. You just lifted it up and down, and then you had a little bit of travis within the mantlet itself for... Um, fine aiming, and then you had a uh, hand crank, so you could crank the entire turret round if need be. So, it's not a bad concept when you think about it, for something that's got no hydraulics in it. Didn't the uh, Type 95 have something relatively similar? I don't know if it yeah. had a free, free traverse, but it, it was, again, shoulder mounted. Yeah, I think the Type 95 had the same thing. It had a little... The Type 95 had a little bit of um, Travis in the mantlet as, as well, for that sort of fine fine tune aiming. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Shitty, shitty workmanship. I'm like, oh, that's, no, that's her fine tuning. <laughs> it's like uh, the gun moves in the mantlet. No, it's a feature. <laughs> yeah. I'm just on strike halfway through designing it. Yeah. I think this one also, the uh, the machine gun in it. It's that weird French machine gun that the, uh, it's like a drum magazine, but it's on the side. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that weird little thing. 
Oh, no, you, you can go forward. Don't be shy. The R40 does not bite. What? What don't happened? Worry, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. I just have to uh, get rid of these dang, this dang taskbar. Don't worry. I'm, I stopped it. I paused the slides. <laughs> what the heck? How do I even do this? What are you trying to do? I'm trying to hide my taskbar. What, you don't want to see in your fucking porn sites? What? No, I don't want them seeing my academic software. I definitely don't use to cheat. My academic software. <laughs> uh, sorry, give me one second here. Uh, ah, taskbar behaviors. Ta show taskbar. Uh, automatically hide the task. There we go. There we go. There we go. Stupid Windows. You say stupid Windows, but you're the one that left the taskbar open. <laughs> I guess I am the stupid one, aren't I? <laughs> you are the stupid windows. Alright. Alright, the R40. So the R40 light tank was a subtype to the R35, but with a more powerful, longer gun that was better suited for combating the German Panzers. It was planned to shift new production capacity to the manufacturer of other faster types, but due to the defeat of France in 1940, the R-Series remained the most numerous French tank of the war. About 1,685 vehicles having been produced by the time the Germans won the Battle of France. Didn't the uh, R-35 and the 40, didn't, um, didn't they have like a skid on the back of it for a trench crossing? I think it was optional. Yeah, some it did. Some of them didn't. The, during the later days of their time they started adding the french r40 was the one that they started putting it on and then some r35s uh the crew were able to get some of those as well oh yeah so the the r40 is basically an r35 just with a different gun and a better engine in it uh no nope. engine everything's the same they just added a different gun and then the skid on the back to cross trenches so for all intents and purposes, if you want to make a model of the R40, all you really need to do is just get an R35 and add a little bit of brass rod to the end of it. Of the That's, yeah, pretty much. We yeah, just sculpt the end of that gun. Model. Basically, I mean, it like you said, it's the same exact model, except a longer barrel. Like, that's it. Hmm. Okay, so some specifications and production history of the R-35. Uh, so it was designed in 1934. It was produced from 36 to 40. There were 1,540 units built. Uh, it weighed 10.6 metric tons, which is 23,369 pounds. It was 4.02 meters long which is 13 feet, 2 inches. Uh, it's wow. girth, which Dennis pointed out, <laughs> is 1.87 meters, which is 6 foot 2. Um, and then its height was 2.13 meters, about 7 foot tall. Had a crew of 2. The R35 had no radio, typically no trench tail crosser. It had an armor thickness of 43 millimeters, which is 1.7 inches. Ezra, I'm sure you're familiar with that length. It has the main, <laughs> it has the main gun of 37 millimeters. It had a armor penetration of 12 millimeters at 500 meters. Hey, it's me. <laughs> uh, the R35 carried 102 rounds. 
The coax was the 7.5mm MAC-31 Rybel machine gun. I don't know how the fuck to say that. Uh, the engine was a V4 gasoline, 82 horsepower. It could go about 80.75 miles, which is 130 kilometers. Max speed was 12 miles an hour. You know, My on brother, the on you the f- have invented the Churchill. Yeah, on the face <laughs> of it, it's not actually too bad. I mean, you know, 43 millimeters for that time period is pretty good. Well, especially if it's a defensive tank, it can. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah, it's literally a moving pillbox, like. If it works, it works. Yeah, well, like, clearly it didn't. I must say, <laughs> it, uh, well, that, I think yeah, even, I think even collapse the, of France said that it didn't. <laughs> Although I think the Germans still had issues trying to, like, you know, knock French tanks out. Oh, they definitely did. They didn't have anything really decent except for the eighty-eight. You reckon? You know what? What I bet there's like a, some sort of theory of if the Germans didn't have the eighty-eight millimeter cannon, they would probably would have been stopped in France. Well, they had. Oh, what was it? Uh, they had. Did they have a seventy-five? I don't think they did. They had, they had the seventy-five, but it was only the short barrel um, yeah. infantry gun, not they like the Panzer the three at the long fifty. Yeah, not at that point. I think that. No? I think during the Battle of France, the, the Panzer threes only had the thirty-sevens. Uh, yeah, really? Dennis, Google that shit. I thought the Panzer. Uh, I don't know. Panzer threes had thirty sevens up till the I think it's the Alf B. Uh, I think the, even the Alf C had the thirty seven. What do you find in Ezra? You're just trying to see if the Germans have seventy five millimeter cannons, right? Well, they did. They did. There's the only the short ones. The the uh, Stug A. Mm-mm. I don't think so. Now, let's see. All right. Well, while y'all find that, I'm going to read off the specs of the R40. Yeah, they wouldn't pack for 40s because they came in in 42. So the R40 was designed in 1940. Same producer. It was produced in 1940. There were 130 units fully made. There were a total of 145. Uh, there's 15 units not completed. Uh, same weight as the R35, just a little bit heavier. Uh, length, girth, height, crew, all the same. The radio, uh, they did install a radio and a trench uh, tail crossing on the back. It had a armor thickness the same as the R35. Main gun was the long version of the 37mm with 40 or 54mm penetration at point blank range. Uh, it carried 90 rounds instead of the original 102. Uh, coax was the same, same engine. Operational range was about the same, and the max speed was also about the same. So the exact same tank, just different main armament. It got a radio, it got longer gun, less rounds, and you might put a tail on the back or not. Fair enough. And if you're a conservative in the south, you can give it a litter box. (laughs) (laughs) I think I've almost found it. Oh, 
Yep. Uh, the it wasn't till the on the Panzer three it was the Alf's uh, Alf's F that finally got the five centimeter or the fifty mil. Um, A to E all had thirty sevens. Okay. So was like yeah so just saying so which one did the germans have during 40 uh the f is kind of 39 to 41 but i can't find anything other than Unfortunately, why can't I find anything on... Single yes, in both the Polish and French episode. campaigns, the Panzer III formed a small part of the German armed forces with only a, f with only a few hundred Panzer III A's to F's were available, with most being armed with the 37. Yep. Okay. There you go. So I think, by All the right. sounds of it, it would have been rare if they found if they came up against a Panzer, a Panzer III F at that time. So, yeah. So basically, the the Germans' best weapon they had was the Blitzkrieg tactic, and their overwhelming numbers compared to the the French's their counterpart and the 88. Well, yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what was what were you saying? All right, so the service of the R-35 and R-40. So the countries that have used both of these tanks, uh, France, obviously, uh, Nazi Germany took some for themselves, which we'll get into later, Romania, Poland, Turkey, Israel, uh. Kingdom of Yugoslavia, Italy, Bulgaria, Switzerland, Australia, what? Syria, <laughs> Syria <laughs> what? <laughs> and Lebanon. Why has Australia got them? <laughs> Take I've actually. I think the <laughs> Australians got them for drivers training. I think that's like. I actually we'll get into the combat stuff later. We'll get into right now. Actually, the wars <clears throat> used to fight was the Second World War and the 1948 Arab Israeli War. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Greg. So are you saying if if you make one in Israeli, is it possible you could do a what if super? R35? Uh, mm. Yes. Oh my oh, god, yes. GM105 <laughs> in that turret. <laughs> it's got that thing would fire. go from 12 miles an hour to like 2. Oh no, they, they strapped a giant fucking engine in that bitch. It's got, it's got a gas turbine in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's got an electric motor. <laughs> Prius that bitch. Hey, yo. <laughs> I know what I want to do with my life now. An oh, R35 god. Prius. I'm finding one, and in the middle of the night, I'm just going to swap the drivetrain on it. <laughs> so, uh, the pictures there, the top left is obviously a German R-35, the one on the right is a French, the one on the bottom right is a destroyed French, and the one on the uh, bottom left there is a Yugoslavian R-35. What do you mean? I don't see anything. <laughs> it's just a couple dudes. Okay, look, I am not a weirdo for saying this, but that German captured one just looks good. 
Yeah, and so if you have to say that you're not aware, you, you are. <laughs> you are aware. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like saying you're uh, not guys, racist. I'm... You're you're making it aware that you're not. No, no. That, if someone says, "Look, see. I'm not racist," but those and then proceeds to say the most racist shit ever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't mean it's okay. Uh, Ezra, Ezra, only you could look at that beautiful French camouflage there on the top right, like that that beautiful Art Deco, you know, paint scheme. And then look at the really crappy German Panzergrau one on the top left and say, yeah, the Panzergrau looks better. Well, yeah, Panzergrau slaps. It's, it's great. My brother I, used It artists. doesn't blend with anything. That's the God. point. What? You know, the Germans it, did it, it one improvement, awesome. though. You can, you can see on that photo, though, the Germans did one, one improvement. They put the, the oh, they, they, no, they, they look at the top of the fucking turret. <laughs> yeah, they took, they took the uh, old uh, cupola off and put a proper bloody... Hatch doors in. Yeah, they probably had some dude just smack the fuck out of his head and like, yeah, we're taking these off. God <laughs> fucking damn it. Well, they pro- uh, probably found their, their helmets wouldn't fit in it and it's like, well, we can't turn the turret. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that's also... All right. So uh, the downfall of the R-35 light tank in 1940. On May 10th, 1940, on the eve of the German invasion, in mainland France, the R-35 equipped 21 battalions, each fielding 45 vehicles. This gave 945 R-35-R-40 tanks in the French frontline units. Two R-35 battalions with 45, between 45 and 50 tanks, respectively, were in Syria, a French mandate territory, and 30 were in Morocco. 26 serving with the 62nd uh, BCC. Uh, so doing absolutely nothing of value. Oh, facts, bro. They're sitting there fucking harassing the Syrians and Moroccans. And joking. Uh, the tanks in Syria would fight during the Allied invasion of that mandate territory in 1941. And then partly be taken over by the Free French Forces in North Africa during Operation Torch in November of 1942. The majority, 843, of the R-35s fell into German hands. Uh, 131 were used as such as Panzerkampfwagen 35R731F, issued to Panzer units and mainly used for security duties, driver training, or used on armored trains. Most were later rebuilt as artillery tractors and ammunition carriers after removing the turret. A considerable number, 174 to be exact, were converted into 47mm tank destroyers See, to replace... Cool. Oh, just wait. <laughs> it, it replaced the uh, the Panzerjäger 1, right? The tank destroyer version had the turret re- replaced with an armored superstructure mounting a 47 millimeter cannon the puv uh v vz fucking 36 anti-tank gun the vehicles were converted by alket between may through october of 1941 in order to try to make them an equivalent vehicle to the panzer jaeger one this did not go according to plan <laughs> you can this see our chalky boy in the middle there so they tried to put a looks like Czech or Polish anti-tank gun? I think it was... Based on the VZ? Yeah. Yeah, it it looks... You turn that thing going five miles an hour, you're going to flip it. 
Cough, cough, Max Pro, cough, cough. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the VZ37 uh, was made by Skoda. Bottom right goes extremely hard. No, it doesn't. Oh, shut the fuck up. Go back to Connecticut. Top <laughs> left <laughs> here. And, and top middle are probably the best. Yeah, so these are camo schemes. Uh, all of these, on the, at least this page, are taken from uh, model kit instructions or boxes showcasing different types of camouflage schemes that were very common amongst French tanks. I do like the top right one. I do like that one. Don't know why. It's uh, darker. It's got that, instead of that black outline, like the the one on the far left, it has that nice blue-gray outline. Yeah, I quite like well, that. You have, to, you have to hand it to the French, even if their tanks weren't, say, from a, from a technical standpoint, the best. They definitely gave the camouflage schemes their all. Like they They poured time and effort into that. Yeah, the French, the French did believe in um, camouflaging their tanks quite a bit. I mean, they did. They painted bloody uh, chubby ones as a fucking forest, so mm-hmm. yeah, perfect. Oh, <laughs> also, <those> little leaves. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it looks awesome. You're not going to fool anyone. <laughs> yeah, I love how like with the uh, top uh, left in particular, these Tamiya schemes, you see that they've done a very, very nice job using you know, five or six different colors to make an intricate camouflage, and then they plaster a big uh, roundel on it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> see, I feel sorry for the French tankers. They're sitting there trying to paint all these intricate things, and then they turn around and see a whole bunch of gray panzers coming straight at them. They're just going, oh, wasted. <laughs> it was all for nothing. Yeah, and then the Germans paint them gray anyway over it, and it's just like, ah, oh, wasted. Bro, that's like taking an antique, like, table, and then instead of keeping it, or like antique wooden floors, and then instead Putting of keeping lino it original, over it. exactly, yeah, like, <laughs> or you or you paint over it, like, this horrible color, it's like, oh, that's an insult. Like a you, panzer gray uh, color, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. panzer gray, don't go gallop, all that dumb yeah. shit. Red oxide. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I mean, red, okay, look. Red oxide is an ugly color, but... Next! Oh, gray, on the other hand, is... Hey, mm. models. Alright, our favorite part. Models. Raise your hand if you have built the Tamiya R35. <laughs> Tamiya, goddammit. It's Tamiya. Tamiya? Tamiya. What are you Tamiya? saying? There's like four different ways to say it. It's like Tamiya, Tamiya, <sighs> Tamiya... I said Tamiya. Tamiya. Oh, oh my god. Shinsaku, forgive me for what I'm about to do to these poor people. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, uh, Hobby Boss makes two variants of this. I've heard uh, they're quite good. Yeah, that's actually one of their better kits, it seems like. Uh, at least I from. They have an interior, if, if memory serves correctly. At least one of them has an interior. But the R35 barely has an interior in itself. Well, then you can at least have the hatches open, you know? Yeah, true that. Just true, yes. I like the, uh, the Hobby Wasp one with the uh, FCM turret on it. It looks good. Mm-hmm. It looks cool. Very futuristic. I'm going to have to buy it if I see it. Put the uh, 88 on it. <laughs> somebody, on <laughs> kit, somebody on Kitmaker scratch built that before it came out as a kit, yeah. 
Yeah, the poor guy, he spent, you know, months scratch building it with just beautiful precision, and then the next day, uh, Hobby Boss drops this. <laughs> it's like the they're just like waiting outside his window yeah, they, 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 getting all the scans the boss is in that thread just watching the progress <laughs> and then it's but, just like yep okay. he's built it release it <laughs> alright and then uh, Heller makes a 35 scale uh, that fucking bottom left I I don't know the company name I can't read for shit uh, it's 72 Troll and then, oof yeah, I, 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 I butchered that. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it pass. Finnish? No, that's uh, no, that's, Czech. that's no, that's Polish. Polish, Polish, yeah. yeah. Seeing the yeah, the Sierolg is like whatever that fucking WCZ. Well, okay. because well, and also because the camo scheme they're going for is 12th Battalion tanks, uh, Polish, 1939. That would make sense. Think and then, damn Polish always course, thinking about themselves. We have thrown some yeah. shade with the the burning BT seven. <laughs> <laughs> and then of oh. course we have the single best version of the R thirty five ever made. The Tamaya. Oh God! Got him. You are foul. <laughs> Go back to painting your white dildo, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> okay, question for you guys. Have any of us built anything other than the, the uh, Tamiya R35? No. Yeah. No. Yes. Weird, Ezra. Weird. You have I've not, Ezra. Yes, I have. What did you build? My 3D printed one. Oh, That's not my, printed, my 3D printed one. Shut did up. Have, Ezra, did you also burn your FEP film with that as well? <laughs> Just well, because... Mean, just because I have 50 second exposure time means nothing. I get very <laughs> sharp, crisp looking prints. As for, you know, no ERA bricks. You know what my no. exposure time is? Go ahead. Ask me. Make my day. Do it. I'm good. I'm good. Ezra, no no ERA bricks, no in-law? Hmm. Something happened to the printer. I, I can't say. Oh, Ezra, Ezra, would that thing happen to be you burnt the FEP screen? <laughs> Strange how that happens. Hmm. Yeah, but very, very it's odd. Just a, it's just, just a temporary problem. <laughs> no printer? <laughs> no models? <laughs> no bitches? No hair. Well, lots of models. Lots of models. Yo, know, I'm surprised you're still building the. Uh, well, I'm going to do a little foreshadowing here. I'm surprised you're still buying uh, Zvezda kits for your 1 to 100 scale stuff, considering if you decide to just get the FEP film, which you burnt out, you could just print all of the ones you want for a fraction of the price and way more detail. But no, exposure time. Okay, look, <laughs> I, had, I had these 1 100 kits staying around, so like, I might as well finish them. Next. Yeah. Anyway, I more models. I will. That. I will say. I was going to say, um, Dennis. I reckon that uh, the R35 for Tamiya is probably one of the best kits they've made. Oh, it's beautiful. I mean, they have what four sprues? Yeah, <laughs> something like there's, that. Yeah. There's like more. There's more parts in it than you'd think it would have. It was pretty well well detailed, but yeah. I mean, the only thing is, it doesn't have clear parts. Which I mean, okay, there's not really anywhere for that. Well, we're casting marks. Clear parts. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Um, the casting on it's actually really good. 
the casting is very subtle, and it, to me, it never really goes. goes they never go heavy. Cast extra. No, does it have the Hotchkiss uh, nope. light on it? I was gonna say that was the one thing it was missing. Mm. I like it's the missing tracks, that, but it's missing that a bunch of casting numbers at the on the driver's hatch. Yeah, yeah. Well, only you would add that. Yeah, yeah. I did. I did. Uh, I really like the Link and Length tracks though, as well. Those are nice. Yeah, those were nice. They had those little uh, male and female connectors on the tracks and the uh, return rollers, so that you couldn't insert them incorrectly. Yeah. It just yeah, it captures it. the sag really well. I love it. Anyway, what else have we got? Uh, some one to seventy-two models and some conversion kits. Those conversions do look pretty fun. They yeah. do. I want to get another 35 and just make a R40. Oh, yeah. Would be nice because if you wanted, you could just get that. Uh, who makes that ETS model? Yeah, but anyways, so ETS, they looks like they make a pretty basic conversion kit where it just gives you the turret parts. It, yeah. It's yeah. specifically for the Tamiya kit, too. Yeah, so it should work pretty well. And that'd be cheap, too. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> what? It's a, what's going on with the Rubicon models one? Oh, it's got uh, the the different gun, but the turret looks a bit too like boxy. Yeah, too square. I think it's probably their. It looks like they took it from their computer, like when they're modeling yeah, it on the computer. It's not mm. the actual model. Yeah, but yeah, even then, it still looks too. Yeah, needs to be rounder. Yeah, probably standard a little bit. with 3D printed conversion kits, though. I'd still stay away. <laughs> you're still burnt, um, are you? Oh, that, that unless hurts. it's a Vargas kit, then you buy it because you know you can have unmatched precision, anyways, quality, on, and on. accuracy. Ooh, we've built models of these. Shut up, <laughs> Save your plug for later. <laughs> Out of pocket, bro. That's horrible. <laughs> Stop putting uh. in their faces. You're sponsored, but guess what? So am I. <laughs> Right, so sponsored by yourself doesn't count. Sponsored by, uh, I can't disclose it, an NDA. <laughs> All right, anyway, well, so these are the models we've built. <laughs> yes. Quick <laughs> All right, so there's my R35 on the left, and then Dennis's R35 on the right. Yes, we. I literally just copied uh, Garrison, but with poor results. Boy, and, I built mine after you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I copied my I copied yours. In, oh, shut in up! Future. And then the oh, next slide's my one where I did it before you guys and went completely different. Although I do like the fact that all three of us did the exact same um, decal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it just looked. It was the best one they had. I really yeah. like the cursive writing on it. I mean, I wish more tanks had that. It's very yeah. Spectacular. Yeah, very I, look, I looked at the other one. The 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 other option just didn't look appealing. Did it? It was a bit too no. like covered up things. Yeah, especially that white diamond. It just mm. did not look good. Yeah, no. Yeah. Callum, did you brush paint yours? Yes. Because I brush painted mine. I, I found that that was the only way I could really do it because I was still not that good with an airbrush. Sam? Yeah, I only had, at that point when I built this one, I only had my dad's airbrush, which is not like a 0.3 millimeter. It's more of a yeah. 3 millimeter nozzle. It's just like good oh, for like face. It's, yeah. I used, uh, Tamiya acrylics to brush paint mine, but I found that if you get their acrylic retarder fluid and you add a bit of that to your uh, paints, it actually really helped them flow around. You're not allowed to say that word anymore. <laughs> <laughs> They're mentally challenged. 
uh, I will say one thing that really, really annoys me every time I look at it, though, is on the left-hand side of my turret that uh, when I was putting on the varnish, the decal slipped, and I didn't notice it until it was uh, way too late. Where? The bloody um, left-hand side of the turret, the okay. shield. Oh, I yeah. see that. Yeah, it, it fucking <laughs> oh. slipped, and it wasn't until it was like all dried, and I was taking photos, and then went, wait, what? <laughs> go, go back to ours real quick, Dennis. Yes. See. No, that it didn't go down too far. Nah, it yeah, more it's no, it, it was yeah, it's more just rotated. We actually do need to do. We all have to take the same photos and just do a side by side comparison of these. Yeah. Well, you and I basically did. We just got to get it. We really did match up our angles. Wow. Yeah. It's just See, a, such a nice looking scheme. Mm. I like. I, I like the. Uh, the the painted French camo and then the rusty uh, exhaust pipe that was fun to do yeah yeah I don't think I didn't do mine rusted mind you that's because I didn't know how to I might want to do I might do another one of these honestly these were so fun to build you can put them together in an afternoon and then paint them in another yeah honestly I, that's what I literally did like I had the I had mine entirely built in what three hours. This Maybe is the kind of thing that you could take on the road with you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Because you really want to brush paint these. I'll do In my opinion, I, I would definitely brush paint again. Oh, yeah. But the whole comment about the Israeli Super uh, R35 has got me thinking now. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> hey, I'm, hey, hey, Dennis. Bear with me. Yes. Yes. Horizon Island R35. <gasps> oh, God. Their main battle tank. With well, make, it, make it make sense. Make it make sense. When the French went to Vietnam, when the French went to Vietnam, the HIDF helped the Vietnamese take on the French, and they got their leftover tanks and brought them back. Nope. Yeah. Done. And it's the Aussies, they had some, remember? Yes. <laughs> oh, God. It's got a master. It's got a toe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Intermission. Let's go. Yeah. Whoop. You guys, well done, you guys just reminded me of the Gaz 88. Oh, do you you got to keep working slide? on that. You got to finish that. Well, shall we do the hobby news, guys? I think we should, eh? So, oh, I saw this on Modeling News. So, this is from uh, Hong Kong or HK, whatever you want to say. So, they're bringing out this um, is CAD. Re this is CAD renderings of their one to thirty second Douglas A twenty Havoc, and it's full interior, full everything, and it looks gorgeous. That is going to be a lot of months. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, I. But it'll be worth it, eh? Ezra, do you think you could build this in a day? <laughs> I figure you could. If I don't paint it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> looks looks a lot like a plane I saw yesterday. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, don't. Oh. No, no. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, Greg, that was a B-17. And the B-51 was possessed by the spirit of the divine sacrifice. Uh, so, these, so these are the... Uh, uh, we're gonna go to we're going to hell for this one. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. 
So it was me, I was in the P fifty one. Oh my god! <laughs> oh god! <laughs> this is for Mister Tomato. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, so, um, so just recently, the uh, Telford Scale Model World show was <sighs> on. So this is where they revealed their uh, the test shot. Ooh. Oh, so they actually already made the sprues for this then? Yeah, so it's okay. this is due to come out in December, so they're definitely oh. wanting the Christmas market, I reckon. Happy Christmas, us. Anyone? Merry. Should we take guesses on how much it's going to go for? Like, how much money? Oh, oh 1,800. Well, well more I mean, than that. 200. Do you know what the HK models uh, Lancaster goes for in 1 to 32, roughly? It's about, like, what, 500? No, no, no! It's 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 actually not bad. It's what eight hundred. I'm sorry. Did you say eight hundred? Yeah, it's not bad, bro. That's my no, fucking no, 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 mortgage. No, 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 because the, the border <laughs> model Lancaster in one to thirty-two is a thousand. What the fuck? And so I'm thinking this being a two-engine aircraft. It's from HK because they're a bit cheaper than border. I'm gonna say it's probably gonna be around five hundred. Jesus Christ. Uh, it's insane. You know what? I don't need to pay a mortgage this month. <laughs> <laughs> well, think yeah, about you it. See... If you buy one of these, you'll be working on it for the whole year. Oh, yeah. It'd be worth it, though. Nah, it's like two in, days. Actually. Two days off and on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, next. What's next? What's next? Um, so, ah. Vargas Ooh. Models are releasing a 35th Matilda 1. We finally have a fucking Matilda 1 that's in 35th. And yes. this is going to have um, two variants. My guess is uh, the two variants are going to be either the um, the Commander one with the 50 cal Vickers machine gun or the standard one with the 303 Vickers. Yep, it is. I've, yeah. yeah. Ezra, hey, guys, 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 guys. Ezra before. is sponsored. <laughs> Ezra, Ezra if, you get, if you get one of these, you have to send me one. Otherwise, I'm coming to you. <laughs> I sadly don't think I can do that. Though a, I will happily send you, I I will send you all the pics you want in like four days just when I get mine. In your face, damn! You all just rubbing that shit. Yeah. Okay. So, guys, if Ezra just suddenly disappears um, overnight, Who's just Ezra? don't don't worry about it. You Who's know, Ezra? Pennsylvania again. <laughs> Who says Ezra? I've never heard of this guy. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Um, but seriously, I really, really want this one. Vargas, yeah. if you sponsor the podcast, we will actually shout you out every episode. We will yeah. increase your sales figures. No cap, dead ass, And you'll get, like, what, five of us? Five different perspectives on the yeah. Matilda one? Yeah. Matilda one with ERA and thermals. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, send each of us two. So we yeah. can, yeah, we can we do one two. actual one and one HIDF. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. So I just want to say, look, um, looking at the CAD renders and the actual ones he's printed out, the have you seen what the tow cable looks like on this thing? Yet, no. Yeah. Uh, no. It is beautiful. It you couldn't get something looking this good, like if you used actual tow cable. Like, look at how it sags, oh. dude. That's nice. And like all the open stowage boxes, there's so much room for detailing. Uh, 
Dude, that storage box on the tank on the right with the hatch open on the left could put like a rag hanging out of that. Yep. Oh my god. Please. Vargas, send this episode to him and tell him to skip to this part. Bro, please, sponsor yeah. the pod. Vargas, we will actually plug you so hard. Yeah. It will be the best thing that ever happened to you. Yes, please. We will advertise the fuck out of you. Habibi, please. And please, also, <laughs> I mean, if you are listening, please send some models down to New Zealand. Please. The Bob Sample, at least. Come on. This might not Kansas, my only, man, I'm not far. It's the only tank my country produced. Vargas, I'm already sponsored. I can get you connections. I know people. Oh, shut up. <laughs> look, look, message him, message him on the podcast account and No, add him to the fucking Discord. Yeah. He would love it here. Actually invite him for an episode. Yes. Then oh, we can ambush him with, with uh the idea. Yeah. Or the happening. We can waterboard him. <laughs> <laughs> I can't control hey, get that. the Ultis. Oh, I messaged him about the Ultis. <gasps> oh, what do you say? He's gonna think about it. <gasps> hey, hey, tell him. Learn. Tell him. If he gives me a Matilda, I will clean his laptop for him. <laughs> okay, uh, but seriously, tell Vargas if he does do an uh, Ultis in thirty-five, I will probably buy. I I will definitely buy one. I'll probably buy two. Bet I I will definitely tell him that. I could be convinced to buy one as well. So if, yeah, I buy one, if I buy one, it would go straight to uh, Horizon. Oh, for sure. When Actually, I told him, I put mine in the desert. When I said he should build an Eltis, I didn't just send a regular picture of an Eltis. I sent the one of the uh, of the one sprayed desert pink with the tow launcher. Well and done. the uh, was that an M two forty nine? C six. Oh yeah, he is. said an M two forty nine. Poor what? <laughs> Canadian. You Canadians changed oh, yeah, the is, name. Yeah. And you call yourself a Canadian? I, I'm look. I'm going off of little sleep, bud. For, first of all, either call it a saw, a two four nine, or the proper name, whatever the fuck the Canadians call it. Don't call it the M two forty nine. Please. Love God. Damn 249 set. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, we're, I'm proud of you for sending him the right picture. Well, that was, that was very prescient on your part. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, and it comes with the tools, bro. Send. Ugh. God damn. Papa G. Vargas, if you are listening, for God's sake, man. Please. <laughs> You've got some great. Great modelers here with different talents. We could tell you how it is. Please. Actually, that one, Demon. That's that's the one in. Um, that's at Bovington, I think. I think it is. Yeah, I got a. I think I got a photo of that one. Ooh. So, uh, I heart kits. I love kits. Whatever the fuck they want to call themselves, which is, I still believe they are the dumbest model kit name. But you know. Whatever. Yeah. So they are <laughs> releasing. <It's> trumpeter. <laughs> so they are releasing a 35th M1278A1. Wow. With a M153 Crow system. JLTV. I was just, uh, <laughs> just call it a JLTV. I don't know what the fuck it's called. All right, it's a modern vehicle. That's not my. That's not my style. J, L, T V. M1278A1. C-U-N-T. Right. 
<laughs> this is going to be pretty neat because I know uh, RFM, they're coming out with a JLTV as well. and But that's going to be way off next June, I think. That's when they said it was coming out. Look at all the antennas that thing's got. You'll be you make that and then worry about snapping them. That's actually true, yeah. Joke's on you, put it in a glass case. Or you could uh, just use replace the plastic with a metal rod. I mean, yeah, you could. It, it depends on what they have the antennas as. That is true, yeah. Anyway. What? So. <laughs> when did that happen? What? Just now. What? What's up? Where? <laughs> in the fucking Zencaster uh, chat. Oh, I'm not on Zencaster. Hang on. <laughs> oh. 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 You are foul, man. You are foul. Okay, oh, Dennis. If I got y'all freaked, would you say no? Would you guys honestly say no if I were able to just secure us kids? Would you? Would you say no? I. No, I would say it. yes. Yeah, that's, what I thought. I, that's what I thought. <laughs> Take off the team if it gets me a Matilda 1 with those tools, yeah, go ahead, buddy. Hey, make sure you coddle the fucking balls. <laughs> you know, use get some tongue action in there. I'm taking fucking off the team, guys. Make Seriously, the man shiver. Five hours. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, another anyway. kit. So, I love Kit uh, bringing out a 16th scale EZ8. Um, you know, clearly they're just copying off Andy. Oh, it's, okay, so I love Kit is basically fucking great value to every other fucking name brand bullshit. It, it they're is copying. quite literally just Trumpeter. Trumpeter, yeah. Hobby Boss, I love Kit, they're all the same. Yeah, because isn't, isn't there one that's like similar with Tacom that they use? Um, well, well, here's the thing. Isn't this the third 16th scale that's come out in like the last, what, month? Yeah, yeah, because you had... Because um, another I Love Kit one. Yeah. So this one, so it's of the uh, EZ8, but it's... Um, so it is come. It comes with the... Fuck, I just had it. This is weird early tracks. Uh, the, T, the T66 tracks. There we are. Yeah. So this is like super early war EZ8. Yeah, yeah, I think so. The kit is... It's supposed to be really inaccurate, though. Just saying. Well, it's I love kid. I'm not surprised. Yeah, the photo which has um, two frets. Uh, there's only one fret with uh, two things on it. That's probably for the uh, the light mounts. Um, it does come with separate plastic track links and a metal gun barrel and a shit ton of metal pins for the uh, tracks plus brass cables, springs. Yeah, it's just basically a uh, ordering in 16th scale EZ8 off Wish. I don't know. 16th scale seems like it'd be kind of underwhelming because with 35th, you get your stowage and extra detailing and texture and whatnot, and you've got a very small model. There's so much going on in it. With 16th scale, now you've got all these big flat surfaces that are just going to be bare. I don't know. Actually, no. Shout out to Value Gear. Please sponsor me. He has already come out with a bunch of stowage sets and one sixteen scale for it. Yeah. Well, I mean, all you'd need to do is um, take whatever stowage you've made for the 35th scale and then just scale it up, wouldn't you? So that's I, not too yeah. difficult. Yeah. Yes, Habibi. I will say... I'm Next. Not, 
I'm not really enjoying the 16th scale at the moment, though. It's, 16th uh, scale is weird. It looks like a toy. Yeah, it looks like it's, it. it's supposed it's 16th is for radio control and stuff. It just, you get to a point where the scale gets too oh big. Oh, my God. It doesn't it's, look it. First, Callum, first it's Tamaya, then it's radio controlled. Bro, <laughs> RC. RC. Say it, RC. Say it with he's, RC. He's foreign. You can't get too upset. Yeah. They do things differently. Bitch, I have right, an upside down. You have reaction. Yeah, well, I do too to you guys, so suck my nuts. No, you don't. <laughs> uh, I just like the fact that you guys are going to get way angrier at me later on. Oh, no. Anyway, oh, God. keep going. Foreshadowing. Many <laughs> 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 are bringing out this weird little um, trike truck, you could call it. Dennis, you have to support them. They're Ukrainian. Yeah. If you so, don't, you racist. You fucking back I, 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 I know what I must do, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it. <laughs> Put so me in that T62. So this is a Tempo A400 uh, athlete? Athlete? Whatever. I think it's just athlete, honestly. Yeah. It's probably German, so. Which is the least athletic thing I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. So this, so this is a little uh, delivery truck that only has three wheels. It looks, it, I mean, it looks cool. I quite like it. Wait, you said this is German, right? Yep. Yeah, look at the front grill. No shit, it's German. It's got a little Hitler stash. <laughs> <laughs> come, come, come. You, come. Did you ever yep. watch Top Gear? Uh, yep. Did you ever see the episode where they were rolling the Reliant Robins? Apparently, they had to spend quite a bit of time trying to get them to actually roll. Um, I, I'm just going to imagine someone's going to do a diorama where they're copying that with this. Oh, yeah. That, that Dude, I, I want this. Okay, when was this used exactly? So this was from um, like 1930s to 1960s at least. Oh, uh, perfect. So theoretically, yeah. you could use this as a a Volksturm uh, medical transport vehicle. Get some like resin wounded Germans on the back with some uh, some Volksturm loading them up or something in Berlin. Yeah, I mean, theoretically, you could. Um, the because the Wehrmacht didn't use them a lot uh, for anything, but I can see I the. Uh, <laughs> I'd say can, if they use civilian kids, I bet you they use this. Yeah, yeah. So this comes with uh, five um, schemes. So you've got a red Coca-Cola one. Uh, you have a male one that's uh, in a yellow, and then uh, two green ones and another red one of non-distinct but uh, they, so they do mar- so they have been marketing it as a uh, post early war or post-war diorama sort of somewhere in germany sort of thing so i think it would look pretty good as an early war early war diorama yeah, I want, you know with, with i would like, like a, to get a couple of these yeah with like an early panzer like one or the two with it or something like that oh uh when when did the berlin wall go up uh, oh, the the big one because uh, originally the Berlin Wall was literally just barbed wire. I think that started going up in the fifties. Was it the sixties? Uh, Hang on, Google. Yeah, quick Google search. Standby. But uh, one of the uh, one of the um, configurations you can build 61? this with one sounds about right. Damn it. <laughs> I was going to say uh, you could put this next to the Berlin Wall with, like, cinder blocks on it or something. Well, you, you still could. Absolutely still could. Yeah. 
Um, so this one, uh, one of the schemes in the configurations actually has a uh, crate of beer. So might have to, eh? That'd be <laughs> the Germans do make good beer. They do. I have plenty of experience. AliExpress bait. AliExpress bait. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm just, I'm just waiting, bro. I'm just yep. waiting. They probably get on there one day. They've already I, done it, man. You know what? I'm the guaranteed go. they have. But um, AliExpress, please don't make cheaper, better miniatures of these. <laughs> oh no, I, I, you should not go to AliExpress. Look up one of the 35 scale resin and buy cheap miniatures. That would be wrong. That would be theft. <laughs> You're not supporting the artist. Don't do it. <laughs> so this is the Alpine miniatures. <clears throat> new 35th American GIs. On the left, you have an NCO, and on the right, you have a general infantryman, but he has the M1 Garand with the grenade launcher attachment on it. Oh, lovely. Uh, so he comes with a few um, grenades as well to go with it, hmm. plus the uh, the pouch pouch for them. So they look cool. Um, Looks very nice. And they're in winter as well, so... If you get them quick, Battle of the Bulge group build. <clears throat> Just saying. You say get them quick, my brother in Christ. It'll get here by the time it ends. <laughs> well, you just got the be holidays. Oh, there's got a they got a French tanker for two dollars. Tanker man. We just have to say officially on the podcast that we do not uh, condone anything of recast or anything like that, even though we might take advantage of it. <clears throat> Speak for yourself. Do as we say, not as we do. The podcast yeah. as a whole does not condone it. The individual members, in fact, all of us individually may, but the official position of the Micro Machines podcast is that you should not go to AliExpress to buy great figures at scandalously low prices. Oh my God, right here. It, it's not it, but it's a... <laughs> <laughs> it's Alpine Miniatures. Tank Crewman. I'm sending you guys a picture of this. Four dollars. Four fucking dollars. I feel like we might be undermining our previously stated position. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not buying it. We're allowed to look, you know? Yeah. Speak for yourself. I'm buying this shit. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, look at look at Podcast Planet. Look at that. Ugh. Oh, damn. Buy that. Yeah, not bad. Shit's always on sale. Love it. Surrendering Germans. German holding a kid. Fucking civilians. Oh, yeah. I love this. AliExpress, thank you. Uh, what's next before we get the shit thrown at us by the rest of the community? So, uh, I think this was a little bit earlier. We talked about how Vespid Models is coming out with a 172 okay, that's Australian uh, Centurion. Yeah, that's so, right. Yeah, last week's. Yep. Now, we don't have, say, a new kit for you to this week, but we do have a lot of new information on it. Uh, Vespid seems to be doing what a lot of other companies in 72 scale are doing, where they'll have a base kit and they'll also have a deluxe kit that you can buy. So the first piece of information I have is that the deluxe kit will feature a 3D printed resin mantlet cover, um, which I know apparently the mantlet covers have been given uh, 35th scale modelers a lot of trouble with the Centurions. So the deluxe edition solves this. It's just a one piece cover. Um, next, we have some information on the paint schemes we're going to have, all of which are from uh, Vietnam between 1968 and 1971. And finally, just more information about the tank in general. It will have 3D printed stowage items, as we can see at the back here. Wow. Uh, photo etch galore for all sorts of little parts of it, uh, and a metal barrel. And it also comes with uh, different ammunition. 
That's so cool. Twenty pounder, dude. How much is this kit? Um, I'm not sure. They haven't announced it yet. I do believe Vespid kits kits generally go for uh, anywhere from thirty to forty USD. I believe. Bro, you're kidding. I'm. I'm not sure. You don't quote me on that. I'm quoting you on it. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so just a little update with that. We know that's going to be. You won't need aftermarket for it. Uh, I'll put it that way. Okay, I don't want. I don't want to be crucified for this take, but the Centurion is honestly really ugly. It is. It's a bad looking. What? what? Shut the fuck. Go back. No. It no, looks okay, good. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. okay. No, no, no. no, 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 no I don't no, want to no, hold, no, hold, no, no, hold on. No, no, no. Australian. Australian Centurions look good. Okay, but... well, I'm going to come out with an even hotter take. Certain Centurions look amazing. However. The Centurion, by and large, is not necessarily an attractive tank, just like the Comet. Right, 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 right. Like, I'm fondling my shot cowbullet in my hand right now, and, like, it's ugly. <laughs> Canadian Centurions are... Are you talking, like, like, Mark 1s are ugly? No, 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 no. Mark 1s are actually amazing. Okay, my brothers and Tamiya, it's a beautiful <laughs> tank, so it's a Comet. Shut up, let's look at this stupid-ass 48-scale A-10. All right. Work. Um, Great Wall Hobby has tentatively con- confirmed that they are doing a 1 to 48 scale new tool A10 that should be coming in in 2023. Um, all we've got right now is just this poster, which was up in the model show, but you can see that cockpit looks good. I'm getting major snap together kit vibes from this. It could be. Who knows? That would be a letdown if it was. I really hope it's not. Great wall, don't disappoint us now. <laughs> and then uh, I think the last piece of uh, news from me, so to me, I know, a shiny thing. Uh, but Ducati, we have some variety. You, you'll just put in this in because there wasn't a new release from uh, Tamiya, uh, isn't it? You uh, just want no. it to feel ex- inclusive. Um, so With your NDA and all. <laughs> So Tamiya has come out with a brand new tool, Ducati uh, Super Leggera V4. Um, the Super Leggera is basically just the uh, road legal version of the Pana- Panigale V4, which is the racing edition of that bike. Um, it's going to be 1 to 12 scale. It will have a racing stand with it. It's going to basically depict the V4 engine. Um, you've got. I've actually built the Pan- the Panigale kit, which is this one is based off of. Um, it's really, really nice. It's got metal parts. It's got screw together cowling. It's, it's really, really nice. Like it, it snaps together. That's, That's how good cool. it is. Yeah. Um, and again, like synthetic rubber tires, all that it's, yeah, this is about the, the final word on motorcycle kits, at least for the moment. I know that Meng have been coming out with, uh, some motorcycle kits, including the Ninja. I'm sorry. I looked at that Meng kit. This one still blows it away. I mean, it does look good. It does look good, yes. Did you see um, Plasma built a uh, a motorbike kit recently, and he put did like full lights and stuff in it? Oh yeah. If you guys haven't built one yet, I would recommend it because it is it's intimidating because you think, oh god, I'll never. It's there's so many parts and I can't hide anything. For whatever reason, these ones are easier to build than aircraft. I don't know how, I don't know why, but it's easier to get one of these looking great than it is an aircraft. See if I now if I did I, buy it, I'd just weather it just to piss off, piss off a lot of people. 
Jack is making one into an HIDF one. Really? Yeah, a ninja. That look cool. What are you going to say, Greg? Oh, I was just saying, I think... Uh, I think we'll just stick to building the uh, that tank, you know? Try it. The you ugly one. No, you never know. <laughs> Might not build something beautiful, a work of art, maybe, instead of something ugly. Cope and seethe, boy. <laughs> Alrighty, so what have we been working on this week, guys? Oh, Christ. What the fuck? <laughs> Yo. Is that a Pershing? <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck did <laughs> It even looks American. For once, Who? it wasn't me. <laughs> Who did it? <laughs> Who did it? Gray. Oh my god, oh, hang absolutely on. Absolutely not. Garrison? I, it, I swear to god it was Ma it was Matt, it had to be. Garrison. It's got the Pintle mounted fifty. <laughs> it's perfectly <laughs> accurate. Oh get it off! <laughs> no <laughs> Look at what they've done to your baby. <laughs> <laughs> It's even got the. Ah! <laughs> it's got the Converse sneakers. Eagle Seven. <laughs> Ooh, we're mod Panzer Visions. Oh, <laughs> what they do to you, Eagle Seven? Clarence, no! Oh, oh, Maggie's gonna pay for this. Oh. Who gave her access? Everyone on the server, technically. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have to request it. I did. I didn't give her access. Who asked her? I didn't. Callum, was this you? <laughs> Who, me? Callum. <laughs> Callum, you sick bastard. <laughs> I did warn you. <laughs> you were going to get so pissed off of me. You guys. <laughs> Why are you going after Maggie? Oh. <laughs> Callum, why did you do this? <laughs> Maggie, I apologize. You can forgive us because, I mean, this is something you would do. <laughs> oh. over oh. in our assessment of who is at fault for this. This is why you're, you're... Oh, this is why you're innocent until proven guilty. <laughs> if I was like, you stop, I would have shot Maggie on the spot. <laughs> no question. <laughs> It's even got streaking in all the right places. <laughs> oh, oh, my pushing. Take it off. Every time that you walk into that house, Greg, this is what you're going to think. <laughs> I got to take the Tamiya kit back. <laughs> <laughs> all right, can you... Uh... Okay, yeah, hold on. Let's take that out of there. Take it away from my sight. <laughs> Tom, please leave that in the episode. Oh, I, I will do. Don't worry. Oh, God. Oh, oh, I took that off to show a tiger? Yeah. Really? <laughs> so just left it on. Oh, a tiger! That's all. Oh, no. There he is. <laughs> you did. Okay, so this is my one of three slides. So... Uh, not too much modeling lately, but I've gotten a bunch of kits. I got the, finally, a Pershing. 
Uh, I got a Tiger 1 that I'm going to do as a late war in Normandy. I finally got the M114 with interior. That's going to be for the Horizon Islands. I got a really neat little uh, Wehrmacht-mounted infantry set with a horse and some, uh, some figures I'm going to do one weekend. Uh, brick wall set from Tamiya, some heavy weapons, and a book over Wehrmacht Panzer Divisions. Next, please. Uh, the little bit of modeling I've done, I've built the uh, Tamiya 222. It's about as far as I'm going to get until I get into my house. And then I built the B-Wing. Oh my god, Callum, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you foul bastard. <laughs> oh. Oh. The B-Wing is... On fire next. I like I like the uh, twenty mil cannon you did. <laughs> you goddamn it! <laughs> I think I think Greg's trying to tell us something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my precious Pershing, <laughs> you're over there violating it. Well, now we know what kind of shit Greg's into. <laughs> oh my god. Holy shit, I'm, I'm literally at tears right now. <laughs> Good. Oh, Go think about what you've done. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'll tell you one thing, that that guy on the uh, right-hand side, that is one goofy-ass-looking face. <laughs> he's laughing like your bitch-ass is. Oh my god. <laughs> you sick fuck. I mean, he's Israeli, what do you expect? He's Israeli, he's actually uh, fake Fiji. Fijian. Tanoan. Malton. Mal Shut up. Anyways. So these, so these yes, resin the, kits. Yes, these resin legally. figures that are definitely not recast from AliExpress <laughs> that I got for $20, all of them. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, they're going to be for my HIDF infantry fucking diorama. Go infantry. Whoa. <laughs> Oh no. Oh <laughs> no. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Who did it? Come on. You did it. Sweet. I wonder, Dennis, I wonder who put the goddamn Pershing on my shit. <laughs> Ezra, obviously. What? <laughs> Never. Ezra, you watch Girls and Panzer too. I watched the abridged version. Those were good. That they actually were really good. Um Yeah. So I what you've been, been working doing... on? Nothing. I haven't been working on nothing. Uh, I've got university. I, I don't work at all. Uh, well, we know that, but... I definitely haven't <laughs> been using Mike Starmer's SCC-15 mix from Tamiya. Uh, definitely not. <clears throat> definitely have not been sculpting epoxy hoods for pixie suits. <laughs> or mole-adding grab handles. Nope, ne never mind. Next. I have, however... Oh. Been buying completely legal and definitely not recast. Uh, I bought an M113 T Wake conversion from a legitimate seller. Express. Ezra, Ezra, how much did you pay for your conversion again? Sixty four. Twenty nine. And that's not even an American pesos. That's Canadian. Damn, that's like three bucks. Yeah, exactly. 
have yeah, fun we... with all the photo etch tie downs, bud. Actually, I don't have any photo etch in this kit, so uh, I'm wait, what? To... Yeah, I'm going to 3D print it all. I figured it was going to look more in scale, anyways. Well, I mean, he has a 3D printer. He might as yeah, well use it. That actually functions. Yeah, Ezra. <laughs> hey, guys, well, have a look at what Schrodinger just put in whips. Oh, no. Oh, my God. What? What cursed shit is this going to be? It's Giga Chad, but full on. What? Whoa. Gotta save those. Look at that lack of bulge. Oh. <laughs> 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 <sighs> Yeah, it's going to be a mission and a half is. to get Vargas to uh, do anything with us. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I was excited to do is whenever this does arrive, I will be 3D printing the license plate, but I'm actually going to print the numbers and such on it. I think it's going to look pretty neat. Very yeah, you could look painting them. Like... Dennis, are you going to 3D print extra toe missiles for it? Of course I will. Good. I'm going to have hey, a Dennis. Here. Yes. Can you send me 3D printed tow missile tubes? I would love to. It'd be my pleasure. I'm going to get an order to send to you after I get into my place for that infantry set, infantry diorama because I want to add a bunch of extra shit. Sounds good. Yeah, it was funny because I was just scrolling around on a legitimate model selling website and I was looking at just you know, the resin stuff that they sold and lo and behold, I just noticed Canadian M one thirteen two A because I never thought anyone would actually be interested enough to you know make one of these. Why does it look sad? It's just it's tired. It looks like Wally. It does. Looks like looks like Wally Wally when he lost his shit. Wally got drafted. Wally in fucking nineteen sixty eight. Wally goes to Vietnam. It's just. They're, they're just so cute. They they look so like childish and innocent. Uh, I love them. They're my favorite thing in the whole world, and I can have it for only thirty nine dollars, twenty nine dollars. Very cool. Touch grass, Ezra. <laughs> I mean, I've already built mine. I'm good. Oh, no. See, I don't see I don't see you with an ADATS. I want to know what he put online. Dude, give AliExpress like two days, and there will be an ADATS kit for five dollars. Uh... <laughs> oh god, Callum. Callum. <laughs> you you have gone around the goddamn table tonight, you fucking little fucking fucker. <laughs> Why didn't I get anything like this? Because I couldn't At find least... one. That was the best I could find was your one. Couldn't you find one for the M113? I didn't realize you had that one up until we started recording. Ezra, make me M113 waifu, please. Oh god, <laughs> I'm, I'm good, I'm good. Do it. Okay. Anyway. So here, here's my contribution to the to the battle of the Bulge Group build. It's a concreted uh, M4A2 Sherman in one one hundred scale. It was so much fun to do. There were no M4A2s in the Battle of the Bulge. Shut up! <laughs> I'm sorry. I have to be the guy who pointed that out. There were also no, uh, there wasn't any snow also. So You're right, yeah. you're right, there was no snow. That's my yeah, bad. That's actually. No, that's that looks amazing. Wow. Feet of snow. Wait, wait, so how big is the base, like, in terms of centimeters? I have no idea in centimeters. It's, it's like, three inches. That is incredible. Yeah, hey, that's pretty big. How do you do those? Yeah, how do you do those? That's a good size. 
And how do you have functioning eyesight? Yeah. I have an optimizer, so those are useful. As well, I'm going to be, it's going to say it's going to sound really mean. That looks like a really terrible 35th scale model. You're right, it does. <laughs> no, you're, you're, it does. But then you realize it's one to one hundred scale, and they realize, oh my goodness, that's one of the nicest things I've ever seen. <laughs> that's you say that's a horrible thirty fifth model, but that looks better than my thirty fifth models. Honestly, it does. Shut, shut up! Shut you know, up! No, than mine. You've got the ropes and whatnot. Yeah, I like the um. What's the yellow thing on it? Is that like a, just an identification for aircraft? Yeah, it's or an RD that... panel. Oh, nice. Yeah, it has a little splash of color. How did you do the concrete? Um, strips of class of strip styrene and then covered okay. in gray tamiya putty. That works really, really well. Wow. Yeah, and then lots of okay. All of the modulation on the concrete was done with acrylics, so just like wet blending. Did you use anything other than acrylics for this? Yeah, all the pin washes. Okay. Yeah, I used so all AK the base stuff. painting was with uh, with uh, acrylics. Yeah, I, I ended up using a craft, a bunch of craft gray paints, so my really? gray would be cro- so my uh, I can't talk, so my gray would be chalky. <clears throat> looks neat. Why is he so good, guys? Why is he so good? We got to take him out. <laughs> His one to one hundred scale looks better than my thirty fifth scale. <laughs> Thank you. The <laughs> one thing I'm unhappy with is the water. Really? Now, one I thing I'm unhappy it. with, bro. What about it? Ezra, this it looks like the size water. of a coaster. It's it's that like little defect at the right edge. Where it gives a shit. What defect? I don't defect. see a defect. Dude, it's water. It flows. You you can't just have it posed as perfectly straight. He's yes, talking you about, can. He's talking about on the side. It's not like crystal clear. Well, then just see a little line shape, on. Shape well, it down. I don't know. Yeah, you can just paint paint sand. over it. <clears throat> yeah, but then that defeats the whole point of having like three millimeters of water. My brother and Tamiya, be proud of what you have done. This is going to uh, be an amazing paperweight in your future. Yeah. Honestly, wow. I'm I'm so happy with it. it. It looks amazing, man. Congratulations. Thank you. We need to do another one to one hundred skill group build, guys. We should. This is how, considering that this is how it all got started, we need to go back to our roots. Yeah. I will not be joining in that. You will. I can't handle it. I, I will send you a 3D printed tank, whatever you want. Doesn't matter what type. I love you. Surprise me. To you, Wave. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, so after this, I'm going to start, I'm going to fit. Do you guys remember my shot cal to let? Yeah, oh, what are you doing with the shot cal? Oh, I'm finishing Christ. it. What <laughs> <laughs> what the speaking hell? Of, speaking of finishing, eh? <laughs> oh god, Dennis, no. I don't know what's more foul, that comment or what what Callum's been doing. I, 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 I'm just the ins- I'm just the instrument, not the hand. Oh god. <sighs> well, I didn't have any whips, so I thought I'll just have a bit of fun. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, right. Fun you've had. So this is my one sixteenth. I want to call him. He's not a. He's not an SS guy. He's just a fucking dude in the Battle of the Bulge. Um, I have yet to decide. the The scenery is the <laughs> same as it was a couple days ago. Um, that's still the pink fucking foam. I have yet to decide what I want to do with it. 
Um, I don't Log know. trent with muddy floor. Yeah, maybe. I if I do that, I'm have to break the um, the lid and put it more like an upright, so it's like leaning against the wall. But that's no issue. It's barely being held on as it is. Um, do it. Yeah, he looks he looks all right. Uh, I think he looks better in person than with the the photos. Looks really good though. Yeah, yeah I'm really like happy the, with it. I like the camouflage. So it looks really good. Yeah, and that gray suit it's got on is nice. Yeah, that looks <laughs> yeah. great. <laughs> so I think that is that after I pin washed it. No, the pants got a uh, a brown, a dark brown pin wash to bring it out a little bit. So I try not to make it look too dirty, but he is gonna get some uh, some dirt and shit in a little bit. Kind of kind of dirty him up a little bit because I figured his. His pants absolutely cannot be pristine. There's no fucking way. Oh, heavens no. And right now I'm currently putting on the decals on the uh, the Panzer Faust. Frozen lemonade. Put some frozen lemonade there. I dare you. Frozen lemonade? You need a picture of Pinju with an SS uniform. No, uh, don't do not do that to him. <laughs> Wait, no, no, he's a spy. He's a spy. It's okay. Yeah, yeah he's a double agent. Totally. But yeah, that's pretty much all I've been working on. It's been real rough with school. So. Well, it's looking good so far, man. Oh, thank yeah, you. very nice. Oh, God. <laughs> Ezra. So, uh, a little bit of backstory. So, Ezra was sent off to the wasteland that is known as Connecticut. It was Connecticut, right? Yeah. And you were a judge. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. I did eight full shifts, got an ArmorCon backpack and an ArmorCon mug, so I'm happy. Must be nice. Drip. <laughs> um, let me just first off say that AMP's <sighs> judging rules say that you need to be like impartial and you can't you can't base a model off of how you would build it just because of personal taste. Uh, it's, uh, I wish I had the rules here. I get to judge it but off based on that. You'd have this entire you, episode to go find your rules. You have to judge it based off of the rules, not your personal taste. And that's what nobody was following. They're like, oh, I don't like this chipping. I'm taking off half a point. What a bunch of fucking cucks. Or like, yeah. Like, These guys better than me and I'm jealous, so no. What was the average age of the judges? Oh god. 50 and up. Yeah, that's not surprising. Yeah. Thanks also for doxing all of them. I really appreciate that. <laughs> I'm going to talk to them all now. <laughs> I can say, actually watch this. <laughs> packages. Most of the dudes I judged with, they were chill. They were they were awesome. Were they? I had a really good time. But uh, it was an experience for sure. I got to see so many good models and after looking at how people built them and judged them, you know, you really reevaluate how you build models yourself. 
and how you yes. apply techniques and well maybe because you're trying to get your models to win competitions well yeah you don't you don't build them just so they sit in a shelf i do Get them, boys. That's to go. say what? <laughs> I have I have zero intention of uh, playing my any of my models in a competition ever. We're sure ambitious. We just can't do it. But like people, like uh, let me try to. Okay, so I got points taken away for something like the. The periscope guard on my M51 was "quote unquote" crushed. What? Because it was what? intentionally crushed. Why? Oh my god! Ugh. And they took away half a point for that. There's not enough <sighs> anime on this slide. <laughs> or Dennis, what? <laughs> At least they kept. I, I can't. I don't want to think about crushed headlight guards and they're taking points <sighs> off for that. It's just too depressing. Um. Oh, a great one was so you guys know how I scratch built the phone box on the back of the M fifty one. Yeah, they get yep. about that. So there is a phone in there, but they wrote there was no phone, and took away a point for inaccuracy. Wait, so oh is there a way God. that you can appeal the decision? Is there a process for that? Nope. Yeah, you hold them down and kick them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You send the micro machines to their house. Yeah, and just a lot of stuff like that. Like weathering is too heavy. Weathering is inaccurate. Oh my god! Your uh, finish looks chalky. What? On your fifty-one? Yeah, on my fifty-one. Oh, but that's like <laughs> that's called dust. That's what dust yeah. looks like. Yeah. That's what chalk is. Fucking Who? dust compacted. This is... I want all of us to get together and not have any models entered into the competition and just walk with the judges. And when they say stupid shit like that, we all just need to just... You know those like TV shows or videos on YouTube where they go around with a microphone they ask people stupid questions? Oh my god, yeah. We need to do that, but be like, why is the dust inaccurate, sir? And show the mic in their face, and have this old ass, insecure, fucking fifty-five-year-old white dude who has nothing better to do with his life than fucking judge models, models all day, inaccurately, mind you, try and explain his way out of oh, uh, the dust is inaccurate because it's it's ba 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 ba. I'm and so then down post for that. It on well, like my my favorite thing is like when they say you know it's inaccurate. It's like well, how do you know? Right, like. And let, you ask them, it's like, okay, tell me everything you know about this one vehicle, and let's see how well you do. You know, stuff like having a telephone box but didn't have a telephone in it. It could be the telephone was ripped out of it. Could be just a leftover box. You know? Yeah, exactly. Like, there's all and... these different ways. That's it's not like or like the crushed periscope. It's like there's a reason for it. You need to ask the person who built it for it. You know, mm-hmm, there's a story mm-hmm. behind it. So trying to judge it without con- it's ba- you're basically judging it without context. Uh, right, and you're supposed to give the builder the benefit of the doubt. Like if it's crushed, you think, oh, they probably did it intentionally. Yeah, like it's it's you would it's pretty obvious when something's modeled intentionally and unintentionally. You know, if yeah. you're leaving seam lines, yes, take that point. 
But if you have a crushed part of a vehicle that's painted and weathered without scrapes like they did it afterwards and scrape paint off, fucking ask them. Ask them. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, how did this get crushed? Oh, the uh, the commander got a little fat and fell over. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he ate too many MREs. Or right. fucking what? They're Israeli, right? So what's an Israeli dish? I don't know. Fuck. Curry. <laughs> what? what? It's Indian. What? Oh my bad! I what? got the country confused. Ow! <laughs> what? what? Oh my god! What the fuck? Like Japanese and demonetized. Yeah. <laughs> we were demonetized a long time ago. Yeah, that's not the first straw. And like this one guy I was judging with, um, he's like, "Yeah, I like the model, but he." Weathered it too much. What? And it was an Atlantic Resolve uh, Abrams. But I'm like, those bro. things get so beat up and covered in mud. And... My brother, it is Atlantic Resolve. But <laughs> uh, well, like yeah. that's that's the thing. You get these guys determining how weathered something is, and they're like, oh, it's over weathered. It's like it is literally a vehicle that operates outside in every terrain. There is no such right, thing as overweathering. Right. Weeks I, I, and sometimes months without I any think sort of some, I think yeah. some of these guys are just insecure about their service, and so they want to be like, oh, well, when I served, we didn't have vehicles this dirty, just so they can push their service on you. You don't have vehicles at all. You were in the Coast Guard. <laughs> <laughs> or, they oh, should have, or they should have like older modelers judge like older style builds, and then you know, younger modelers judge like Spanish style stuff. Nope. Oh god. You head in us up to there. <laughs> yeah. Do not no. no no no. They judge in what they're experienced in. So I get to judge J A S D F planes? Exactly, yeah. If you want. Actually that that could be something. You split it into uh style, Spanish style and um normal. But the problem you is have two, ca- two categories. Everyone would be getting perfect. <laughs> Extra point for the PNG posters. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's definitely like one reason I'm not into competitions that much. Is just the average modeler is stupid. Thank you. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I resemble that well, remark. Look, well, look, it, it's just pure human factor, right? You get someone judging something, they're going to bring in their bias. Even if they say they don't, they will. Like, mm. you can't help it. Well, this is going to be something we're going to have to think about when it comes time for us to judge the submissions for the Battle of the Bulge group build. Exactly. Oh, I, I agree. We yeah. need to not let each other be dicks like that. <laughs> it has to be like the two-man rule, but it's for model judging. You can't issue a verdict without another person agreeing with you. Yes. Mm. All in favor situation. We'll get like, we'll all come together. Instead of an episode, we'll do an episode of judging. How about that? So the whole world holds us accountable. <laughs> uh, and yeah, those two pictures above the, above the armor con pictures, that's pretty much what they all looked like. Ezra, you were one of them. <laughs> they're not. You're the one on the left, my guy. My only issue is that they're not morbidly obese. Yeah, that's true. 
Bro, seeing German reenactors or guys reenacting as German troops that <laughs> weigh like three hundred sixteen pounds. Yeah, like, homie, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like no, no, no. If you're gonna if you're gonna be that size, you have to you have to reenact American. I <laughs> <laughs> think about it. Those goddamn crowds were running all over the place. They're taking <laughs> meth. Yeah. <laughs> you think they're gonna be fat? No. <laughs> They okay, froze on the Russian front. Didn't they have like athletic clubs? Like they, <laughs> yes, yeah. They were very proud of their fitness. Yeah, which they should have been. They were very fit people. Nah, not a word. And you know the meth. Yes, the meth. We're not going <laughs> to talk about that though. That definitely wasn't a performance factor. Not unless you ask that one Finnish guy who like ate an entire company's worth in one go. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that story? That's a good one. Uh, I would have been in his shoes for an hour. Just to see what why like. trees and all the trees are trying to eat you. Oh, God. Stepped on a landmine and didn't even notice. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. You're, you're the Germans behind him and he fucking rolls a landmine, just gets up and keeps going. It's like, what the you're, fuck? You're the Russians <laughs> behind him. The thing oh, is, God. he was on that for two weeks. Oh, that was a two. Week, that was a two-week bender. That's he meant this to me up before he was even born. <laughs> oh god! To be uh, fair, I'm not just like endlessly shitting on the Armorcon guys because there were some amazing models there. I, I yeah, just, uh, I bet there were, but they didn't get the points they deserved. So what? So what one? Yeah, that's a good question. What one? What? Well, we know that. Yeah, what got best? A scratch-built Japanese barge yeah. sitting in water <laughs> with a anti-tank gun and a bunch I, of figures. I, I, all is forgiven. AMPS, I'm sorry for what I said in the course of this episode. I love you all very much. It was I, glorious. I, I'm trying I to find a pick. nothing against your judging style. You guys are clearly way smarter than any of us. Uh, yeah, shut up. <laughs> please just put your Battle of the Bulge competition for us, please. Thank you. Hey, when you get down to their balls, go ahead and come back up for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, the winner for best best Sherman was a uh, Firefly. Nice. Looked great. I can't believe uh, there's a there's a category just for Shermans. Look, I gotta uh, say, they're, they're category for tigers. I oh, am be... honored that my M51 got taken into the room to be looked at and was really, really considered for best Sherman. So, well, it was a super Sherman, so I, I, I was see why. <laughs> Should have gone down longer. <laughs> <laughs> You'll know for next time. Well, on that note, <laughs> fellas, I think we did an episode. Oh, wasn't it? You can call it that, yeah. <laughs> a, a, a collection of unorganized, unrelated thoughts. Oh, dear. Uh, any announcements, anyone? I've uh, got work tomorrow. Yay. Yay. Uh, not really a lot. I mean, we've got the. Battle of the Bulge group build that's still going till the 25th of January, so if you want to join that, there's tons of time. Um, got the Patreon. That's about it, really. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, do and not Vargas, if you do listen, do please. <laughs> Vargas models, if you're listening, please, 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 we beg. Yeah, we said all me. that in jest. Yeah, let's. Uh, hey, Ezra, send us his contact info. Where does he live, Ezra? <laughs> We're gonna DDoS him with so many emails. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna walk there and I'm gonna secure those kids for us. <laughs> where's this man's? Uh, where's this man's Insta? Uh, he doesn't have one. He has a what? Uh, Facebook. Oh, what's his Facebook? He has a LinkedIn. Vargas scale models. I am prepared to do the unthinkable. <laughs> <laughs> what, make a Facebook? Yeah, that, that too, yeah. <laughs> you have one already, boy. Oh, I do, that's right. I, because you, yeah, all right. Well, on that note, you have been watching and listening to the Micro Machines podcast. If you have followed through to this point, I am so sorry. Thank you so much for sticking around with us. We will return next week with Calum, hopefully Floki. Yes, hopefully Floki. Yes, hopefully. Uh, fucking, he is going to be on the next episode whether he wants to or not. <clears throat> We've waited too long. I want yep. to hear his voice. Yep. I live the closest. I'll go grab him if need be. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Alrighty, well. Bye, everyone. Bye. Deuces. Bye. Bye.